This podcast is sponsored by Audible. Audible, stay connected, informed, and inspired. Try Audible Premium Plus for 30 days free. Your 30-day trial comes with one credit, two credits for Prime members, good for any premium selection titles you like, yours to keep. With the Audible Plus catalog of podcasts, audiobooks, guided wellness, and Audible originals, you can listen all you want. No credits needed. Go to www.audibletrial.com slash entertainmentrants to start your Audible Premium Plus 30-day trial today. $14.95 a month after 30 days. Cancel any time. Audible, it's time to start listening. Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello again, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am, as always, your host, Marco Mazzola, and today we're going to be talking about all things Die Hard. With us, we have Mila. Hello. And Bruno. Hey, hey. A smaller crew today, and that's okay. We like it. We like it. We keep it tight. Try to stay in an hour. <laughs> try to stay on topic. I guess with less people, maybe we will be able to stay on topic, oh, I don't but know. I doubt it. So let's, do, let's start off like we do. Let's play the trailer first. And uh, let me turn this around so you guys can see it first. The trailer for Die Hard sounds, this is going to be hilarious. This will be, it's yeah. 1988, I, uh, folks, so let's. I'm hoping let's, there's a narrator going, in a world. <laughs> most likely, right? We'll get that typical. This I, forget, summer. I forget the guy's name. And we announced it one time on a, on a different show. But right, I'm going to turn this around and let's play the Die Hard 1988 trailer. Here we go. It's Christmas Eve in L.A. California. Well, we'll see what Santa and Mommy can do, okay? A New York cop, John McLean, has come to see his wife. Instead, he's going to have to save her. Within this skyscraper high above the city, 12 terrorists have declared war. They're about to be told a lesson in the real use of power. There is brilliant because I am interested in the $640 million in your vault. As they are ruthless. But I'm telling you, you're just going to have to kill me. Okay. We do it the hard way. Now, the last thing McLean wants is to be a hero. Where's Where? But he doesn't have a choice. What does he think he's doing? John. They have already killed one hostage. This channel is reserved for emergency calls only. Are you going to sound like a war of pieces? He's inside? Who is he? Who are you then? You have lost those in for a security guard. Sorry, wrong guess, huh? Would you like to go for double jeopardy? You really think you have a chance against us, Mr. Cowboy? Yippee guy, mother. guy to like. Come on to the coast. We'll get together. Have a few laughs. And a hard man to kill. 
Die Hard. Got invited to the Christmas party by mistake. Who knew? And there you have it. Awesome 80s trailer. Oh, right. Let's let's talk about the trailer for the movie itself. The trailer is typical 80s movie. Mother. And that that was going to talk about that, right? So every time they're going to swear, they bang out like a gunshot or explosion or something like that, right? Looks like you're not in charge of Jack. (laughs) Pretty obvious. Again, you get that 80s voiceover telling you about what's going on versus just. So we we obviously we you know timeline when this podcast comes out, who knows? But we listen to the Batman trailer or the Moon Knight trailer. There isn't that overarching storytelling anymore. It's just watching the movie. <laughs> Sometimes they, I miss that. I like, know, right? I 100%, In a world where, you know, yeah. I 100% understand why that's not really a thing anymore. Yeah. But it's, you know, I'd, I'd appreciate if a movie went like, <laughs> In a World, and you're like, and you're like oh, like Batman, <laughs> right? Like, that would be... <laughs> Coming soon to a streaming service near eventually, you. Eventually, cycle be back, back around. Eventually. Cycle back, back around. Yeah. We'll get a movie phone back again. You know, yeah. this internet fad goes oh, away. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get a movie phone back, right? Definitely a fad. Definitely. Welcome a fad. to Movie Phone, brought to you by Kiss 108 in the Boston Herald. I used to use Movie Phone. Press one now. <laughs> Love that voice. That was awesome. Great. Play the trailer. Press one to give him the name of the movie you'd like to see. That's right. Press one for the movie you'd like to see. That was awesome. Press two for a theater near you. That was really great. I remember that movie phone. Wow, that's whew, there's a little little flashback there. Oh yeah. Right? Welcome almost almost a, almost a moon night ass dropout blackout there. <laughs> like, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So the trailer, awesome. Bruce Willis. Awesome. This this obviously, you know, launched Bruce Willis into a different status at the time. He had done um, Moonlighting yeah. with Sybil mm-hmm. Shepard, things like that. But this was, you know, this, this put him on the map into action figure. Yeah, right? this yeah. put him on the map as an action hero. As an as an eighties <laughs> action hero. This uh, mean, what was this? Uh, this came out in 88? Yep. He spent most of the movie going, Jesus Christ! Yeah. <laughs> uh, he must have said that like nine times. Yep. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, if you also, were Alan Rickman's situation. first. Alan Rickman. His rest in peace as Hans Gruber. Yeah. Um, this is also his launch into a, a full time career as well. Uh, yeah. From what I understand, this was sort of his mm-hmm. big breakout as well. So, yeah. uh, a lot of good, great stars: Bonnie Bedelia and Reginald Val Johnson, who plays mm-hmm. a cop every time he's on screen. Every I mean, single time. From some Family of those, Matters, some of those people just have to be like he, a specific a cop, role. Right? Paul uh, Gleason played the D bag CIA agent. And that's no, his he role. No, he's a sergeant. Right? Yeah, the, the captain. The captain. the captain of the LAPD. Yeah. And. Which he I love. He's, right, because he was in uh, uh, Breakfast Club. Breakfast Club. He is yeah. um, in uh, Trading Places with uh, Eddie Murphy and Dan Aykroyd. Oh my God! Yeah, right, I he's he's yeah he, he's the guy who <laughs> he's the guy who gets him the the report. He's the detective that gets him the report. So yeah, yeah. Um, some some really great characters. So. Um, William Atherton plays uh, Thurnborg. I love we see him later, like in the second movie, and Bonnie Bedelia takes him out in the second movie. Really great. Um, so some some good actors in this one. Talk to me about when you first saw the movie. So Bruno, obviously you're older than I am. Mm. Mila, you're younger. Yes. So Bruno, you would have been I mean, what? For, I would have been seventeen. Seventeen, um, right? I was twelve at the time. And it was. Uh, it I was think like, I was also actually seventeen uh, when I saw it. When you saw it, <laughs> but right. that was a little, uh, little more recent. Yeah, that's right. No, I, I, didn't, I didn't. I'm not saying I saw it in '88. <laughs> I did. No, I'm just kidding. I did. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the time, it was all action. It was one of the first. I'm not. I mean, there were some action movies out before that, but like when the real, like the action movie genre really started 
I want to say like 85, 86, 87, 88, like that kind of time frame when like it just started to blow you away with explosions. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like for sure, Cameron was cutting his teeth on this, on these kinds of things, thinking, wow, that's what I'm going to do too. Like every movie I make is going to have a lot of explosions. And this was kind of the era where it started, I feel like. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, and, and you have Bruce Willis and, and you know, Stallone and, 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 Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And those guys. yeah. The big three. The big oh, yeah. Three. Yeah, the Planet yeah. Hollywood guys. The Planet Hollywood guys. That's right. Uh, so it was, it was uh, you know, and it was it was a big budget film, uh, you know, set in, a, you know, a high rise yeah. uh, with $640 million on the line, right? Like, so everything so uh, was because I was noticing that during the trailer, right? Like I never, I forgot how much they were going after, right? Yeah. But $640 million, sometimes you see these older movies and the number doesn't translate till now. Like I think $648 million, it almost in seems 88 like- 88 was more like a billion dollars today. But do you think even in today, people would do that for $648 million? Yeah. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, it yeah. still translates oh, today. Yeah. It wasn't like, oh, we're stealing $5 million. Like, today it's almost like you wouldn't bother going through this trouble for $5 million. Right. Right. But $648 million, you'd still I go would. through that kind of trouble that yeah. they go through in this movie to get yeah. that money. Right. Oh, you know yeah. what I mean? So, like, it, it was almost like. It was enough money. It was plenty of money. It's sort of like timeless mm-hmm. in that respect. And even all these years, like, decades later, yeah. it still works. Like, it's yeah. definitely worth but it. Kind of like, <laughs> like the trope in uh, Austin Powers when he's like, a million dollars. Like, nothing right now. Really? That's it? It's like, Okay, a billion dollars, right? You know what I mean? Like they had to, and he has to use the inflation. Yeah. Movie. This one, the inflation still works, I think. Yeah, yeah. And the, the number is still mm. valid. Like, yeah. Uh, you know, some, yeah. a lot of people would do this for $640 million. Yeah. Still yeah. high budget. It's still, I said, they're really going for a lot in this one. So Hans Gruber, I mean, a classic. Now he's sort of yeah. up there in the pantheon of movie villains. I was about yeah. to say, yeah, this that definitely put Alan Rickman. He, like, w- putting Bruce Willis in his, as an action hero, yeah. it put him into the role of the villain. The bad guys. Uh, the bad but his, guy. Yeah, but his. His villain is up there with like oh yeah Gruber, oh yeah that, that Darth villain. Vader the, oh, yeah. you know what I mean like yeah, yeah that villain alone like the, was your good. top ten villains in movies you yeah. know what I mean yeah. Yeah. Hans Gruber is definitely up there oh yeah um, d- briefly when you get to the third one Die Hard with a Vengeance I liked the twist that brings the Gruber family back that Jeremy Irons is his brother. Yeah, and it's you and know, he's, continue to- he's doing it. He's pissy at John McClane because he's like, I might not have loved him, but it doesn't mean I like somebody dropping him off a fucking roof either. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. my brother off a roof either. Yep. You know what I mean? Probably not great. Yeah. <laughs> so this is an interesting twist. Like they developed him, and then they're like, oh, we're gonna you're gonna use him again. Yeah, I thought that was. Good. Some people might see that as like, oh, okay, we've already been there, but I thought that was a great way to bring it back, even though. But it wasn't the whole thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, okay, so back to your original movie. John McClane arrives in L.A. He's a New York cop. Right, he's he's going to see his estranged wife, like separated. Yeah, I think right? I thought it was separated. Like yeah, separated. Yeah, they're, separate. they're not divorced, yeah. but yeah. she's not they're using not his name that much yeah, during her career. Her yeah, she goes for her maiden name. So he goes, yeah. to, he gets to the building. I loved Argyle, the the, the, yeah. the uh, limo driver. He yeah. was super fun. Yeah, through the whole movie. I, I want to go back to 1988 and find out sort of how that portrayal was was swallowed. You know, like <laughs> even I, I was cringing. Most of the time when he was talking, when, when Bruce Willis's character was talking to him and yeah. just sort of the whole interaction seemed a little bit dated, you know? Yes. Um, and the, the whole time I was like, wow, I don't think that would fly today. No, like, you know? but again, we've talked about this before, like some yeah. movies more than others, Yeah. right? This is not a big trouble, little China situation, but it's still <laughs> there where like they're definitely the interactions or the portrayals of certain characters just don't fly today. Yeah. You yeah. know? It's not like 
per se that it was even accepted back then, but more overlooked than it would be today and yeah. less power to voice the opinions of that shit isn't right. Mm-hmm. And we need yeah, to stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because yeah. we just want to make it in Hollywood. So like you suck it up. Right. We were talking about this the other night after one of the classes, we would happen to be talking about very famous actors or comedians who play a drunk really well, like a fake drunk. One of my favorites is um, uh, Foster Brooks who used to be on the old, like, you know him from the Dean Martin roast. Okay. And he did an amazing roast of Sammy Davis Jr. that you could never do today, like, and rightfully so. And Sammy's sitting there laughing his ass off, but he kind of had to. Right? You're there's there's big documentations of him of yeah. with the Rat Pack, and he just got shit on for being black, and they just, like, he just took it. But on the back, he'd turn around and be like, motherfuckers. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he just he didn't want to deal with that shit, but, like, to be... To become Sammy, he had to suck he it up and do you know it. what I mean? Because mm-hmm. yeah. that was yeah. the climate at the time. So yeah. Thank God things have kind of changed. Well, they're moving in the right direction. They're moving. That's yeah. exactly right. They're moving in the right direction. Yet, is really where we'll be. We have a long way to go, but we, we'll yeah. get there. We'll get there. Mm-hmm. So anyway, all right. So back to Die Hard. He gets off the plane. He gets to the tower. He gets to Nakatomi Tower. Which, you know, and this is kind of like that '80s trope. Japanese company is taking over America. <laughs> like this isn't a good thing. We've seen yeah, that. It was, yeah. it was a weird take on it, right? Because like we saw that in days, Rising Sun as well. Like that was a big part of Rising Sun with Sean Connery and Wesley Snipes, because that was a Michael yeah. Crichton book. Yeah. I didn't um, notice until you just mentioned it. I'm like, you know what? There are a lot of those. Yeah, there's yeah. a, a lot of, of that those. in the but '80s in, and even 2022, the '90s. It's like, who cares, right? Yeah, yeah. nobody. None of this is, is is a factor. But like in 1988, I guess it was. It was a huge factor that you know we're Everybody selling was worried out. About it. Yeah, that America's selling out to the Japanese, and they're going to own everything the Japanese here. Japanese and Chinese are the whole. Yeah, you know, yeah. The whole, you know, Far East. Uh, that whole thing. Worried about. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, no joke. People that I've worked with, even five years ago, were like, you know, China's taking over the manufacturing. I was like, look, uh, it's there's a lot of things that are changing in the economy. You gotta <laughs> roll you know, with it. Kind of gotta suck it up, pal. Gotta, these things are changing. You better get <laughs> yeah. used to it. Yeah. Yeah, you move with the times or get the hell out the way sometimes, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so again, back in the 80s and in the 90s, this was a huge deal, right? So that was kind of one of the parts, and they talk mm-hmm. about that, and they talk about it, like I said, in Rising Sun. It was just like, hey, geez, these guys are really taking over everything. So you get the, the Japanese tower, Nakatomi Tower is a big deal. He gets there, he goes up, he gets into the room, right, where they're going to kind of sort of like hang out room, and yeah. he takes off his shoes, and then that's like... That's like I, the main catalyst of the movie. So I was, the, when uh, she hit the fan, throw your shoes back on, man. I don't know. <laughs> I was watching this with my wife, and she commented on it. She was like, I really appreciate that they showed him running out of there with just a T-shirt on and no shoes. Yeah. Because that feels real. Like, that feels like, holy moly, what just happened? I just heard, he just heard, like, what, was machine gun? Yeah, the machine yeah, gun. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're firing and at the ceiling to get yeah, everybody shot out. He yeah. pulls his gun out and runs out. I'm like, Totally makes sense. I don't know anybody that'd be like, all right, where are my shoes and where are my socks? Where yeah. you're, socks. Yeah. Well, you're shoes. Yeah. It's one of those high pressure situations where you're yeah. like, you don't think about it. The adrenaline's going. And he's a cop. Yeah. Like, that's what he's used to doing. He's yeah. used to, like, I got uh, yeah. responding immediately to yeah. action. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? Shoes or no shoes. Yeah. Makes a lot I of reject sense. your shoes. <laughs> I reject shoes. <laughs> Kicked them off in a fit of joy. You know how I feel. <laughs> Fuck shoes. <laughs> we don't need shoes here. We don't need your stinking <laughs> shoes. Yeah. So that was, and that, of course, plays big into the movie. And we get there because he's on the plane and the guy's like you know fly much relax take your shoes off and you know crunch the carpet with your toes right yeah. Yeah. like yeah. fuck it works right yeah. you relax you he's like shit it works so that was really cool and they get him and that's kind of part of the big part of the movie so um 
he gets the the the, the Germans, and that's a big part of it now too. Again, oh yeah, and the Germans. The big fact that the, the terrorists are Germans. Okay, yeah. again, started 80s. that trope for yes. a while. Yes, yes, it was pretty. They're strongly, strongly, and then and a lot. And everything they said was legit German. I know some yeah. German, and like it was really interesting to like to hear it. Then, yeah. And I was like, oh my god, I understand some of that. It yeah, pretty crazy. and it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Like nowadays, I don't think they would be the Germans, right? Like we probably have, no, you know, probably the Russians. Well, right now, yeah, because yeah. of Putin and everything like that. But I think even a, yeah. even a year or two ago, it would have been like, you know, Middle Eastern. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? So, either, yeah. so like, like nowadays, it's or, usually either Russian or it's Middle East. Yeah. yeah. One of those two. Yeah. yeah. It's a Muslim or whatever, you know, yeah. some extremist type of things. Yeah. yeah. So interesting well, how the, they the called time, them terrorists. This was in 88 before terrorists was really a thing, right? Yeah. Right. As German terrorists during a Christmas party yeah. at the Nakatomi. So we'll get to the Christmas party part of this and the whole Christmas. Is this a Christmas well, it's a movie? Christmas movie. It, well, it is a Christmas movie. And there's not really a debate about it. And director, it's not. And, and according to the writer director, he's wrong. He admitted he was wrong. Yes, according to everybody else on the planet, it's a Christmas movie. But what? Yes. Okay, so we're there. Let's talk about what makes it a Christmas movie. Because it's, it's on Christmas. It's on Christmas Eve. And it's a Christmas party. Yeah, and they're good. That's why Christmas he's there. Party. It's because it's a Christmas party. He was literally invited to a Christmas party. It's a Christmas party. It's a Christmas movie. Christmas lights. Christmas decorations. Christmas it's Christmas time. But do you, there's even, yeah, there's Christmas music in the trailer. Let's say it's let's say <laughs> it's a grand too. opening <laughs> yeah. party for the for the building, right? Because the building was just been finished. It's not even done constructing. Does well, then it's not the a Christmas movie. Does that changed the movie. You take Christmas out. So like we so, talked about before. If you take Batman out of the movie, the only thing it's Batman. The Batman because Batman's in a suit, right? Let's Larry. Let's talk about. Um, if, if Batman wasn't in the suit, it wouldn't be a Batman movie. Well, obviously, but if you take Christmas out of this, it's no longer a Christmas it's movie. Not the just same. Because it's not, it's not it's set on Christmas <laughs> Eve. It's set on Christmas Eve. The reason it gives him more incentive to go. The reason all those if it's a Christmas movie. The reason all those hostages are in the building is because they're at a Christmas party. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the reason. So that's the only thing that makes a Christmas movie a Christmas movie. Yes. Yeah. Also Literally, party. yes. Well, a lot of times, <laughs> tell me about any uh, other Christmas movie that we've had. Uh, what about uh, a Christmas story? Right. The, what this, is that's it a, all about Christmas. About what gift he's getting it's on just about Christmas. A gift. What if it got a gift for his birthday? Well, yeah. What, what if it, it, it could have no been a birthday movie? movie? Christmas gift. Yeah, and it's a Christmas party centered around a Christmas party. But this is a Christmas party. Santa for the During gift. During Christmas time. You, you hoping Santa brings him the gift. Substitute a birthday. So you're asking your mom for a birthday present. Mom, he asked mom around. for She said, no, hell no, you're going to shoot your eye out. Asking your uncle for a birthday present. It's the same thing. You could change yeah. everything about any movie, and it would suddenly become not about that thing. But this happens to be on Christmas and a Christmas party. Christmas lights, hard, Christmas, Christmas music. Story is Christmas, a hard one Christmas because it's music. called a Christmas story. <laughs> so it's hard to. And this called Die Hard. A, a Christmas, Christmas story. A Christmas story. <laughs> no, I'm, looking at, I'm looking at the title. I see uh, that nowhere. You must it's be reading it wrong. Bruce Willis. No, Bruce Willis Die Hard Christmas movie. It's definitely implied. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's in the subtext. It's in the subtext. It just says during a Christmas party. Well, yeah. there you go. It's it in the description. Movie. See? The subtext. I it's a Christmas the movie. I love the debate. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, you know, it's still up in the air. Um, <laughs> agree to disagree. It's, Let's agree yeah. to agree you're wrong. Yeah. 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 There you uh, yeah, go. I think I agree but with you. Even myself, I've flip flop a couple of times. Like, yeah, it is, but it's really not because it really has nothing to do with Christmas. He's not saving Christmas. It doesn't matter that it's Christmas. It doesn't make any sense. He saved a Christmas party. He saved Nothing. He, he single-handedly yeah. saved, saved Christmas. You know, he, he did it. Single-handedly. He saved some people. He saved the party. Christmas the party was done. At a Christmas party. You know they once, did? The, once the once, terrorists came once in. Once the terrorists were defeated, they continued their Christmas party. I know. I think they all went home. You're damn right. No, I'm they, pretty sure I saw the building was blown up. They finished the party. I think the, 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 the woman... Were. 
said, drinks on me. Drinks on me. Yeah, and then they celebrated Christmas. They celebrated, and then they opened presents. I'm pretty sure with the roof on fire, they probably wouldn't let them back in that building. Santa arrived, they landed on the roof. Yeah, yeah. Like reindeer and all that. Coming down the vents, you know. Coming down the vents. Curiosity, are you reading this in between scenes? Are you watching movies in between scenes again? No, no, this isn't the movie. I think you just like just missed it. Just a deleted it. scene it, I didn't see the on the end. DVD. Yeah. It was post-credit. It was post-credit. Yes, like post, Blu-ray oh, or something. This is before Marvel's <laughs> you post-credit you didn't, watch, you didn't watch the post-credit. Yeah, All you should have stayed till the end. Movie, you left it. I didn't watch because I hate credits. Oh, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. a shame. It's a real shame you didn't see that part. I'm sorry about that. This is my favorite part of the movie. My ranters are delusional today. think it's a Christmas movie. Is this because this is the third podcast we've done today? Is this why you guys are so loopy? <laughs> this is what's happening. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, from the Batman and Moon Knight. Now you guys done, are on this. We haven't done any podcast today. Yet. Yeah, uh, what podcast? Third one. one and only. The oh, no. third hour podcast. We I do all of this same day. Lose the plot a little bit. So we're at this Christmas party because that makes it a Christmas In the Christmas movie. movie. In yeah. this Christmas movie that is Die Hard. That's a title for a Christmas movie. <laughs> I feel like as we talk about this, you're less convinced it's a Christmas movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah, less, less, absolutely. Yeah. No, because I've been on the fence before, but I've really <clears throat> leaned more to it not being a Christmas movie lately. Mm. Just happens to be said. Like, because Batman Returns was set at Christmas. Still don't think it's a Christmas movie. It's not a Batman oh. movie either. You take him out of that bat suit. <laughs> it's a total Batman movie. You got Penguin and Catwoman. If you got rid of Penguin Catwoman. and Catwoman and the Batmobile and the Batsuit, it would not be a Batman movie. <laughs> That's true. And Alfred. <laughs> and yeah, Alfred, yeah. <laughs> and the penguin and Catwoman, absolutely. Yes. You also took Gotham out of, Gotham, out of it. You, yeah. know, if you, you took Superman out of his movie, it wouldn't be a Superman movie. That's right. You're damn right. <laughs> there you go. It would just be called the movie. Just so happens. <laughs> if you was. took Christmas out of Die Hard, it would not be a Die Hard movie. <laughs> <laughs> and it would be a Christmas movie. That's, oh, yeah. That's where your argument falls apart. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. So the poop hits the fan. The German terrorists are now taking over the building, corral yeah. everybody into the one. Yeah, yeah um, as you do. As, you know, as <laughs> when you're a terrorist, that's what you do. Um, and, of course, McLean gets away, his little tank top. He's got the wife beater on, which, I, you know, and yep. not that I like that term, but that's generally what they're accepting. That, yeah, that's, that's, that's just, I, a horrible, horrible term, that but that's just what they're he ends up he ends up shirtless eventually. So does he? Yeah. No, does by he? the end, no, he's just, he it's just really Was that black. the end credit scene? No. It's black by the end of it. It's oh, black thought, by the end of it. Yeah. Wait, how? Shirtless when he. No. Did he take uh, someone's shirt? Did he might have been because he had the, the guns taped to his back. Yes, I think by he the was very shirtless. last scene. Yeah, he was shirtless. Yeah, the point. last scene when he actually dumps Gruber out the window, he's got he's got nothing on because he puts his hands shirt up on. and the guns taped to his. Oh back. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he but the, the, the shirt goes from white to black just because of all the running around the building yes. and yeah. dodging explosions. Can, can These are very talk important. About These how are very many important gratuitous sex scenes were there weren't even sex scenes, just like gratuitous <laughs> boob shots. Right? Like there was the one, yeah. there, like there was the one woman when they broke in and they uh, the terrorists first got there, they like pulled the couple that was having sex in the yep. office. Yeah, and like he was pretty much fully dressed and she was topless. Right. The thing and, is, and they're like, that was unnecessary. <laughs> Welcome to the It's part of the atmosphere. Yeah. No, but then he ran by the Christmas party. You gotta That's have the do. gratuitous boob shot in the Christmas party. But he ran by the poster <laughs> of the topless woman twice. <laughs> the first time he ran by and he's like, ooh, what's that? And then he comes by again with the same scene and he's like, and he looks again and we're like, I was like, what are you doing? Why do we need that in this movie? It's it's important for the plot to have that there. Apparently. It's, just, it's just necessary. I mean, I'm not complaining, but it was gratuitous. <laughs> yeah. it was no, gratuitous. I don't think you're complaining, but absolutely, you're right. It's good, yeah. But it's, again, it's welcome to 1980. Yeah. 1980s, and, and it is, right? yeah, this it is, is the 80s. So. It's definitely the 80s and the 90s, let's be yeah. fair. Yeah. Although the Netflix is, is doing that a lot too now. 
Just like boobs, like boobs everywhere. But at least it's contextual. No, like really. Some, <laughs> They're like, we should have a sex scene here. And you yeah, go, do we really? Yeah, you don't need it. That's You're like right. every other Netflix original. They're like, we should have like a very graphic sex scene and, here. Yeah. And insert yeah. sex scene. <laughs> yeah. And you're like, I don't think fighty, I need it. Punch him up, sex scene. Yeah. yeah. So right. we're kind of we're kind of circling back around. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's that now happens, right? more graphic. We're talking about that, it does happen. It comes back around. Sex yeah. cells. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> that so, what does. did you think of Bruce Willis as a choice for John McClane? Like, obviously, launched his career. I thought he did a good job. I think uh, it was good. I think yeah. he did awesome. Yeah. Could you see anybody else playing the role? Like, I always like to view that. Is there anybody else who could have? So I don't. I can't think, think of '80s up. actors right now. I don't <laughs> think he's an exceptionally talented actor. Like he yeah. basically, he was basically a bro. You know, and mm-hmm. so even in the movie, he was just kind of a bro. He was yeah. like, ah. I get what you're saying, man, yeah. You know, he, he, he was like, yo, man, he's all, all he's kind of like down and out. And I think there are a lot of actors that could have played that. He plays that yeah. like typical trope he, New it's York kind of like, yeah. yeah, it's something, some, someone I think of who's similar is like, Sam L. Jackson has kind of every single time he's in a movie, it's always like, exception of like a couple movies, but it's almost always his a character from Pulp Fiction. Yeah, it's like he character. always plays the same exact yeah. character, he swears a lot. with a couple exceptions. Like you know, Shawshank Redemption. No, not no. Uh, no, Django Unchained. I don't know. Django. Django Unchained and like movies like Avengers. You know, he plays like a, a different character, but but he still Flavors has the of. but he still has the same flavor of like always has the same flavor of the Pulp Fiction character. Yeah, oh, he, that he just I keeps think riding that's just, that. It's just him. Right? He kind of yeah. plays himself a little bit with some yeah. variation. But I think I think Bruce Willis could have been, you know, yeah. it could have been anybody to be honest yeah. with you. I don't, yeah, he, and this he, is he like wasn't me. This came out like so. Moonlighting, which was, he was on with uh, Sybil Shepherd, came went from like eighty five to eighty nine. Right? Yeah, uh, and this was this was eighty eight. He had done a few things before that. Blind Date, which I thought was a weird choice. Uh, yeah, <laughs> a, literally just a couple of bit parts, a part on Miami Vice, a Twilight Zone episode, things like that. Then this so Blind Date was his first like. He was in Twilight Zone episodes. One, just one. A just, Twilight Zone just, episode. I, a, twi- yeah, yeah, yeah. Huh. Um, and so you know, but Blind Date was his first sort of like movie role, like where he starred in a movie. Yeah. Uh, and then again, he was in Dolly, and then Sunset, and then he started Moonlighting. So yeah, you know, he was he was doing a lot of things in between, but it was mostly comedy. He was mostly seen as you know. In that he was comedy. also really? really really big, right? He was at mm. the top of his. Moonlighting was a big show. I, mean, I used to watch that show with my mother. Show. Like that was a that big, was prime big show. Time. I've heard of it. I haven't yeah. seen it. So. Prime time. Um, it's his his now. co-star. His co-star was was a big, big, big name. Yeah. Um, by the time they were done, and yeah. they were both big names. And yes. So they cast him there. You know, but but again, it could have been anybody. He's not an exceptional actor. But he had that uh, quippy, quick. He's you know what I mean, yeah. He's gritty. Gritty, small, yeah. like kind of sharp, you he's know, kind, but he got that quick. Kind of like he had the right real, action hero vibe. Yeah. He, he had he, that he, vibe. He's kind of like an old version of a, a Jason Statham, right? Like, I yes. think mm. Statham like is like Statham, the yeah. new version, the yeah. newer updated, a little, yeah. little better. I like I liked Statham a little better, but yeah. but I think I think he was good enough. Yeah. You know, because he's not jacked. He wasn't like in crazy yeah. shape. He's not. Which is okay. He looks because like, he's just playing a New York yeah. cop. He's not, yeah, he's I was not like say, a he has the caricature like he's not a like superhero. He's not a Stallone right. or Schwarzenegger where they were an action, They're super built. action They're figure, built. Right? They were, <laughs> Yeah, but they, they were like, like the characters super. they were playing almost played that you know, comic book cartoonish, yeah. right? Like, look at you know Conan or yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. things like yeah. that. Rambo, I was like, say Rambo, to, yeah. When you, when you hear action star, you're thinking you know The Rock, who's jacked. The, yeah. You think yeah. Stallone, you think Schwarzenegger. They action start to play star, the jacked who guy. Who also have like <laughs> Van Damme, Van Damme, <laughs> like Stallone was never jacked. They're jacked. They're ripped. You know what I'm saying? Those kinds of things. But Stallone, yeah. no, Stallone was jacked. 
No, no, uh, no, a Seagal. Seagal, no, he was always mm. a fat cell, but no, he was a wiry. Remember how <laughs> above the law? And oh, the, he, was the a, he was a, you know, now, yeah. Since about on deadly ground, he started to bulk up. Loaded. He got, yeah, he's bulking up. He doesn't know what for, but when it happens, he'll be ready. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's bulking up. So, um, yeah. So, I, yeah. I don't know who else I would have chosen in Jack that. Jack with time burgers frame. and pizza. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah, Seagal's got to yeah. lay off like everything. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just going to kind of fade. He will, but they're still doing like Van Damme's still doing like direct to movies and things like that. Oh, yeah, yeah, really? he's, yeah, he's still busy, he's still really busy. He's kind of made a resurgence huh. actually in the last couple of years. He got, well, he got cleaned up, good for him. He got cleaned up, oh, like, he, well, cleaned up he cleaned up his shit. He was on, you know, he was on a lot of stuff for a while. He was really mm. screwed up for a while, like, and, and that happens, you know what I mean? Through the yeah. you know, through the years, it's Hollywood, it is in Hollywood, and it chews you up, and you go through this like hiatus of like really high career, and then all of a sudden it's kind of peters out because you're not the flavor anymore and he was doing like a lot of directed dvd movies and you know he was like i met him once did you yeah he had what an appearance him? at uh jillian's nightclub in boston oh really? Oh. yeah and i went i don't know why or how i ended up there but <laughs> ended up shaking his hand he's short yeah he's not a tall dude no, oh he's, i noticed it. i was like oh wow really short dude. <laughs> yeah really short guy don't get me wrong <laughs> hey, little man he's, he's jacked <laughs> hey yeah. guy but, uh, but he, was, he was a lot shorter than i thought was he nice i've heard yeah he's a very nice guy yeah he's a really nice Cool. You know, in fact, like I know it was, it was, it was kind of a no. meet and greet, right? <laughs> and he didn't have to spend any time there. Like yeah. we were just there, but uh, he actually spent like two and a half minutes. Like, how are you? What's going on? What are, how are things? I was like, oh my god, like Van Dam's talking to me. Van Dam's talking to me. <laughs> me? You know, I'm gonna like, get a pop. I get the palm healed oh, no. in the stomach. Hey. No, no. Hey. Uh, but he was, he was super Man, nice. Man, what I'd guy. give to get palm healed in the stomach by <laughs> Van Dam. One helicopter <laughs> kick to the head. I would love it. <laughs> <laughs> No, he was a real nice guy. Nice. That's good. I like That's to hear cool. that. I like to hear because, you know, yeah. growing up, we idolized him. Oh, my God. Big blood time. Sport. Blood sport. Right? Oh, Kickboxer, blood sport. Blood you know what I mean? Lionheart, double impact. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the list goes on. We idolized him. We yeah. definitely did. So yeah. it's nice to hear that sort of thing. Yeah. Willis, on the other hand, I haven't heard great things about. Bruce Willis? Yeah, oh, really? like on the personal side. Yeah, I've heard yeah. kind of some reports. He's kind of a dick um, on certain things, and especially yeah. as he got bigger. And his fame became, it kind of went to his head. Well, that's usually that. Have you ever, heard Kevin, that Smith, have you ever heard Kevin Smith talk about it? No. So no. Kevin Smith did um, one of his stand-ups every once in a while. He does one. And he goes, uh, Too Fat for 40, I think is the one he did. <laughs> when he turned 40 and he had this big show. Like, at least half the show is him bitching about Bruce Willis because he directed him in that movie with, um, oh, God. It was, uh, the, it was like a buddy cop movie. That he did, and uh, with uh, the guy from uh, Thirty Rock, what's his name? Thirty Rock, who was in the accident. Baldwin? No, 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 no. The African, no. the black guy. Um, good lord. Thirty Rock. What's his, yes. Why am I blanking on his name? You're gonna say his name on my screen because I know the guy's name. He's uh, funny as shit. Tracy Morgan. Thank you, Tracy oh, Morgan. Yeah, yeah, so he yeah. and Tracy Morgan were in a movie car with yeah, yeah, the car. So Tracy Morgan, and Bruce Willis in the movie. Um, what, the, what was the movie called? I have it right here. Yeah, it's, it's a, it wasn't it wasn't funny. It was not a good movie at all. It was all. a subpar movie that it was, was forgettable. It was and bad. Unfunny. It was really bad. Whatever um, the movie was. And Smith <laughs> knew it too because like he's like ah this is not my kind of movie. But he was kind of trying to get into doing things like that. And he realized like yeah I'm just not that I'm just not your guy. Cop out. He's not. He's not. He's just not that kind of director. Like it was supposed to be like a big budget action flick. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. And he's just like he ripped on the fact that Bruce Willis was just like a pain in the ass the entire time. Really? Yeah, mm -hmm. he was really like this prima donna, like you know, 
Um, but he, you know, and he was just, but he didn't really like Kevin Smith that much. But to be fair, Kevin, you know, he's he's a quote unquote director. Yeah, he's like yeah. he doesn't know his lenses, Still he learning. doesn't know anything. Bruce is like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm working with this guy who knows like, nothing about what he's doing, and I've been doing this since this guy wasn't even a thought in his daddy's I pants. Think that's hard. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, if I if I, I suddenly became a director, I'd be pretty intimidated by experienced actors because I'd be like, ah. Oh, I'm not going to say things in the way a normal director would say that. Right. I don't know. <laughs> these guys are going to be like, this yeah. is not these guys are gonna, These guys are going to see right through me in a split second. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So and be Willis hard. did. And yeah. yeah. Willis did. So you really so give him, probably gave him a lot of static. He did. He did. But yeah, like years later, he called Willis, like calls Smith. He's like, hey, buddy, I was just thinking about you looking at some photos. And he's like, he thought it was a prank. Cause he's like shit all over him for a long time, like publicly oh overall God. Willis. And then Willis calls like, Hey pal, what's going on? I found some photos I thought you'd like. And he's like, is this Bruce wow. Willis? Really? <laughs> You're calling me? You all right? <laughs> oh my God. Wow. So yeah, pretty, cool. pretty, pretty weird. But anyway, so we know, so obviously let's talk about the sad news. We just heard that he was uh, diagnosed with aphasia. Yeah. Yes. So oh, unfortunately yeah. it's, I mean, it sounds like he'll be stepping away from his yeah. career at this point, even though he has some stuff, a lot of stuff actually yep. in post-production and things like that. Mm. And he's got, I don't know, it looks like five or six yeah. different things at least. Yeah, I mean, you, yeah. you, and hate, for those, you hate to see that. Yeah. I mean, for just those so sad, so sad. Don't know what aphasia is, who's yeah. listening. Uh, it's a, uh, it's something that happens in the brain where you, it affects a part of the brain where you can't, you're, it depends on which part, you can't understand, either understand or language, speech, your speech, language, yeah. or like read it or understand it. And it's really awful. Yeah, and it's there's no cure for it. Yeah, it's so just, he was where he's working on a movie or was going to be working on his movie, and he, they basically had to like change his entire part, like his management basic column, like yeah, Bruce is going to be in it, but uh, you need to dial it way back, like his dialogue, no monologues. Um, we got to kind of like really cut down his part. Mm -hmm. I mean, that was kind of where we kind of figured out something was going yeah. on. And the fact that uh, people had reported that he'd been spending a lot more time with his like family and stuff yeah. like that, and you're like, yeah. what? So very happen. sad, very sad day on that. Anyway, don't want yeah. to bring down the podcast, but it's something we should mention because yeah. it's very sad when anything like that happens to somebody. Mm -hmm. Anybody it doesn't have to be a oh, yeah. actor like that. It only happens to anybody. Just it's like yeah, sad, those are like the awful to hear about. I mean, there's so many like you know, not to go on the whole like you know rampant about you know diseases and things like that, but I think like there's some that like will you live through it? You know, is it is that that question? Is it better to be gone quickly or have to live yeah. with this whole debilitating thing where you're no longer right. you anymore? Like right? things like dementia, right? Or you can't Alzheimer's. run your life the way you ran your life for. You know what I mean? So I don't many. think anybody wants to be a burden on their family. Exactly. You know? So that's that's a heavy yeah cross to bear. And then you know, and then it, it's worse. I think if you know that you're deteriorating. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. If you don't know it. You're kind of oblivious. You're just, you're just going through yeah. the ropes, so it's not so bad for you. It's bad for others. But if you know it, it's also bad for you. Yeah. And that's just a nightmare. You, you know. But what's the yeah. alternative? Because it's bad for you, and you know it's bad for other people and around you. Know yeah. It's yeah. Bad. yeah. Yeah. You're well aware of every single thing that's. So happening, then it's like right? hell all the time. And yeah. you don't know knowing. And, and yeah. What's your alternative? What do you do? Jump off a bridge? It's horrible. That's terrible too. Like yeah. you don't want yeah. to do that. No, exactly. Like, no. There's no good. Anyway, so I just wanted to kind of touch on that for a second, but we yeah. can move beyond that. So. Hopefully they can. I don't know. What, I don't know what the what the. I think it's managing symptoms at this point. Yeah, you know. Hopefully yep. they can. You know, I mean, he has. That's the all money. you really you know, can do he has now. The money to be able to get the best care he can. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. That's it. Just slow it down. Yeah, exactly. Do what they can do. You know, God willing. So anyway, all right. Let's go back to Die Hard. So favorite parts of the movie. Let's let's go to fifth. It's one of my favorite parts to talk about. Who wants to go first? What's your what's one of your some of your favorite? Uh, you have to talk about uh, just one, but. 
Those, this is a lot those, of those pinups. No, I'm just kidding. No, yeah, we're going back to the pinups. <laughs> you know the posters in the no. background that he ran past twice. <laughs> I think that was I could have used three or four moments. more runbys. To be honest with you, <laughs> it's been a slow week. No, they. Uh, I think. I think the movie. So a couple observations about the movie. I think when I was look, first rewatching it, I was expecting it to be super 80s, right? Where I'd be like, wow, look at the way they filmed that. That's so 80s. Look yeah. at the... But it really, for Even me... Even the clothing didn't feel super 80s. It was it was 80s style, 80s hair, but it wasn't crazy bad. Yeah. Right? Uh, but the filming it was late, style... It was late 80s. I mean, yeah, we're talking about 88. just so about getting, into the you're 90s, right? right? Yeah. So it felt like it... The movie still holds up. Like, it felt like the, the filming style, the... Even, like, just the the... The writing was fine. Yeah, uh, you could, if you were to redo that today, it, you wouldn't make many changes. Would, no, you know, I mean obviously there's oh, yeah. a bunch of other ones, but yeah. No, but I'm saying like, if you again. were to remake the original, right? It, uh, you could almost show that exact. Sure, they'll get around to it. Yeah, thing. yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they will. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um, but I, I, uh, I thought that was interesting that that it wasn't, it wasn't so far back. I mean, it was what like 1980. It would have been like what 30. Three thirty-four years ago. Um, yeah, but I mean, like his hair. Like you talk about the hairstyles. His yeah. hair was like it's a yeah. very average haircut you'd have today. Yeah, for me, even the women's even hairstyles were. Yeah, women's hairstyles were pretty eighties. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of curls, a lot of perm like, type very, stuff. Very puffy. Still kind yeah. of biggish. Yeah, yeah. The, the women definitely, but like the guys, the not so much. Yeah, not yeah. so much on the guys. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Then no, definitely, Mila. What about you? What are you? What's your what are your favorite part? I just ah. Uh, I really, I just liked the, I don't know, this might sound like, well, of course, but just the action and it's just so cool. Like the, the fight, like the scenes, like the guns and all, I don't know, it's just great. This is great she does stuff. paint a beautiful word picture. Don't I? I'm, I'm very, very good with my words. You really do. When they shoot the gun in Die Hard, yeah. I think that's great. But I think one of, like, I just, I loved, like... Just some of the stuff that they did, like sending down the like guy who got shot up with a ho 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 on yes. it. Yes, you know, just yeah. it was good. Just like a bunch of stuff, that, like, just a bunch of little things. Twist, there's like twenty thousand terrorists, and I find the guy with shoes feet smaller than my sister. Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> the Yeah, yeah, I thought that was really good. I also liked Alan Rickman. Obviously, is a phenomenal. Oh my actor. god, yeah. When he was down checking the the C four, uh, and then he then Bruce Willis's character stumbles across him. And all of a sudden, Alan Rickman's character changes his accent, and he's like, "Oh my god!" and pretended to be one of the hostages. Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. that was that was amazing. Yes, he puts Brilliant. on the voice. Yeah, oh, that was so good. Which then plays into Die Hard with the Vengeance when they talk about the guys who would you know they infiltrate because they use American accents yeah. to infiltrate. You know what I mean? So it's kind of the same thing, right? He already plays in it, so it mm-hmm. ties back to their first movie, yeah. where he does that and he puts on an American accent to mm-hmm. infiltrate and become, like you said, like a, just one of the hostages. Yeah. No, it does. Yeah, as a that guy, as a guy that's been in technology for years, I got to tell you all that safe cracking was bullshit. None oh yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Works that way. No. And he was cracking the codes and hacking his account. And oh, I, need, he's I, like, I need two hours to hack, and then <laughs> yeah. you know another thirty minutes for this. Like, no. no it's it funny works. now that I know coding because I'm going to school for like coding and computer science and stuff like that. Yeah. Seeing a lot of the yeah. like coding scenes, I'm like, what You're are they be doing? So what do they think? <laughs> what is this? Why are there so many like tabs open? Like, not even tabs, just like windows the open, three, doing like yeah. a bunch of different things that yeah. look unrelated. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Love Welcome. stuff like that. So there's, oh, a, yeah. there's a, one of the facts on the show is the scene where you're talking about where Bruce Willis and Rickman meet up yes. was unrehearsed. 
Like they didn't rehearse. They had their lines, but they yeah. unrehearsed it to create a feeling of spontaneity between the two actors. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's oh, pretty yeah. cool. Pretty cool. Uh, a couple other facts. I love to read the facts about the movies. I always do this. Um, the fictional Nakatomi Plaza was actually the headquarters of 20th Century Fox. Oh. And the building? The building. That's actual yeah, building. Yeah, it's an actual building. So the company charged itself rent for use of the unfinished building. Sure, so you can so you can write it off. Right off. Beautiful. Perfect. That's a write off. Yeah, so pretty cool. Some pretty wow. cool facts and we'll talk about more as we go through, but yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's pretty awesome. When they when they fired the uh the anti-aircraft missile at the, at the tank. Yeah. At the RV. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the quarterback is toast. <laughs> <laughs> two big, two shots, like the yeah. boom. Yeah. yeah. That was really good. Yeah. Awesome. So, uh, and I feel then, like that was an 80s thing. The 80s, like, especially a lot of Schwarzenegger would always do the anti-tank missiles. And yeah. yeah. 80s and big, big explosions. explosions. Big explosions. Fantastic. Yeah. Abs- I could watch 80s explosions all day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, Cameron was like, oh, that's awesome. I got to do more of that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Uh, in 2007, Bruce Willis donated McLean's undershirt to the Smithsonian. <laughs> that wow. Dirty that's when, you, that's when you know you've made it is that's when it's right. like, here, you can have the shirt. And they go, Here's my Thank underwear. You. Here's my underwear. Here's my underwear. Here's my underwear. I wore this. This is my pair of tantras you can have. <laughs> very famous. Very famous. Um, all right. Let's talk about Ellis. Hans Bubby. Hans. <laughs> <laughs> what a piece of work. You want Hans Gruber's? No, no, the guy that was sent they they that went in. He was he was working with Bonnie Bedelia. He was the, the smooth talker that ends up getting shot. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Was glad oh he got my shot. god! I was oh, like yeah. I was like oh thank god. So it that took was him that Hans Bubby line was was improvised. Yes. Was lived. Was it? Oh yeah, yeah. Hans Bubby. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why like Alan Rickman's quizzical reaction was genuine. He's like what? <laughs> this guy's saying to me right now. Yeah, Hart Hart Bachner. Hart Bachner. That that guy. He played a great like smarmy sales guy. Yeah. Uh huh. I've known a lot of sales guys. Typical. He really to a T. He yeah. really nailed I, it. Smooth talk and yeah, he's a guy that out for himself. What's the yeah. difference? Yeah. <laughs> looking out for himself and just the salesy. You know, I I get it. I get it. But like, definitely d baggish, and he nailed it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Killed it. It was satisfying to see Hans be like. You're dead. <laughs> so going back to what you were saying about the Germans, so a cu- only a couple of actors who played the German terrorists were actually German, and only a couple more could speak broken German. That's probably where they use simple phrases like "mach schnell, yeah. mach schnell," like that yeah. just means "make haste, let's go, let's yeah. go." Yeah, yeah. My favorite when he's uh, when he says and he's like, "shoot the glass." Yes. And he like says, yeah. like, "What are you talking?" He's like, "shoot the, the glass. glass." Like that's one of my favorite lines mm. in the whole movie. Yeah. I love that part. He's trying to say it in German. I was like, what are you talking about? Yeah. What? I'm like, shoot the glass. Sheets and Finza. I think that's what he says, right? Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> and and uh, he should have, uh, if he, that guy was, was supposed to be a German speaker. So I think they must have repeated it in English so that the audience understood. Yeah. You know, it was interesting mm. that they did a lot of German in there without subtitles. Yes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you didn't, you know, you didn't necessarily always, you didn't really. But like it. there was yeah. a lot of information in there that you could have appreciated as a watcher of the movie if you understood any of the German. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, but it was, I know, it's interesting that they chose not to subtitle it. Yeah. yeah. Would have been, it would have been a little bit extra. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes they did that some of the Star Wars. Like some of the Star Wars, like the newer stuff is better. Like when you hear the aliens talking. Yeah. And yeah. they're not subtitled. I was like, oh, okay, I get it. I don't actually need. Yeah. You know, like they yeah. did in Jedi when Jabba yeah. was speaking. You know, like yeah. you had to. Yeah. And in like God, the Godfather, there were some scenes that were just like in Italian. Like, but it wasn't like the forefoot, like the forefront. It wasn't important. But it was still like they're speaking Italian. There's yeah. no subtitles. And you're like, what? Yeah. yeah it's cool what, to, it's what's cool they saying in the back? 
Who will watch those and be like, oh, I know what they just said. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes, even if you don't speak the language, you can kind of understand what they're saying. Yeah. Oh, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Get if they're good enough language. actors, you'll know what they're yeah, saying. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So the, let's talk about the, when he runs through the glass. So Bruce Willis is wearing essentially like hobbit feet. Like he's wearing rubber feet, essentially, because, you know, they have to protect his own feet. Yeah. So if you look at it, I guess the, the feet are kind of unnaturally large. <laughs> he's wearing, it's a cap over he's his own foot. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing shoe feet, feet shoes. <laughs> it's pretty cool. I'm surprised they even made him run over real glass. Like, um, well, it might not have even been real glass. You know what I mean? Like they could have used that sugar glass, that Hollywood glass. <laughs> no, but, I mean uh, anything on the ground. I, yeah, you could spread glass around, but make some spots where he would run. Right, where he doesn't have to land on it. Yeah, yeah no, uh, true, 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 true. But uh, maybe the, some of the shots it just wouldn't have worked because you wounded wouldn't notice there was bare yeah. spots. Oh, yeah, some t- I'm so you wouldn't have got that sense of like his feet are all sharded up and you could go to the bathroom and pull yeah. out yeah. shards of glass I mean, out of the, it. It's almost like he's wearing socks. Yeah. Let me see. Like they're completely like not the same color as his foot, but they're foot shaped. Yes. They're foot shaped. They're foot shaped. <laughs> they're feet in it's shape like only. Gray, <laughs> yeah. gray feet shapes. Foot shapes on his feet. That's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. So Hans Gruber as a villain, talk to me. Who, what, what's your take on him? I thought he was brilliant. I, I yes. thought, and, and literally brilliant. In other words, like I love that. I love that he was a no BS kind of guy. It's like, no, you're not going to give me the information I need. Bam, you're done. Yeah. yeah. Like, he was. He didn't spend that much time with like stupid like monologues that you didn't yeah, need. Yeah, you know, yeah. I mean, he did like do a few monologues, but no, like, but that, to but that were, point, he was so well collected and it poised. Felt real. It felt it real. Yeah. Sits there, he's got the book open. He's just reading from his, you know, what I mean, like basically his day planner, right? When he's at the beginning, when he's just reading to everybody. Yeah. Like yeah. that was like, it was perfect, eerie, calm, psychopath. Oh, this yeah. guy can I didn't even shoot know about you him. or have you shot at any second. Yeah. And you don't know. There was this whole commotion, right? Them taking over and shooting to gather everybody into one place. And he's just like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk to you now. <laughs> I'm going to give you a little state of the union address here. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. what's happening. I, I appreciate that everything he did was was intelligent. So, yeah. You know, None, so none stupid or like, like no a, stupid what's stuff. the word I'm looking for? Like n- nothing, not unnecessary. There were no blunders. Yeah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Or, um. I'll come up with the word later. <laughs> yeah. no, but like everything he did. So when, uh, whenever there was a twist, like he figured it out whenever, like when you got caught by, you know, what's no tropes, no, tr- not tropey. No tropey. Exactly. Yeah. And I, I, I appreciate that. That was a thing, right? Yeah. He was, he was a smart villain who wasn't, you know, prone to wasting time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, the minute he got caught by Bruce Willis, he threw on an accent and pretended to be yeah. like, that's, that's a brilliant twist. Yeah. yeah. Um, when he figured out uh, that uh, the woman was Bruce Willis's wife because of a hint, yeah. you know, yeah. all these things, uh, he was just really sharp. And so he would change things up. And I appreciated mm-hmm. him as a villain. Yes. And of yeah. course, Rickman really executed it. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, he my God. He definitely knocked it out of the park. Yeah. And you're right. He was a very well-collected villain without all the stupid, I'm going to, you know, put this guy into the death scene and then walk away without seeing him die, yeah. right? right. Yeah. Like he was there for Like He was ready to kill yeah. him himself or, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter yeah. what, he wanted him dead. When Bruce gave him the gun, he was like, okay, we're good. I got the gun yeah. and I'm going to shoot you, right? Yeah. And, and then it, yeah. it was empty. But it was, it was, it was good. It was yeah. a villain that you would believe that the, right, that's what he would have done right in that yeah. situation yeah, yeah there and wasn't the like you know they said again going back to Austin Powers mm-hmm. like you're just gonna leave him yeah. you know, you're not gonna watch him die <laughs> just, no I got things to do like really I, mean, I got a gun yeah. right yeah. here <laughs> like really you're just gonna walk away yeah. and let the death trap not work you know what I mean yeah and like you said Bruno it's like like he is really clever and like 
like you said, I love that he figures things out. And it's not that like trope where it's like, oh, they just like know for reasons, you know, like he did research on everybody in there, yeah. you know? And like he did it and it's, it makes sense that he like couldn't have known that Bruce Willis would be the way that he is, yeah. you know? And cause if it wasn't for Bruce Willis, this, I could definitely 100% see this guy absolutely succeeding. 100%. Yeah. And he almost succeeded despite the fact oh, that yeah. Bruce Willis was there, right? Yes. Blowing the, the, the roof and, and <laughs> missiles. You know, and yeah, the missiles. <laughs> they were well prepared. Guns. Yeah. <laughs> so, awesome. all right. So let's talk about Al Powell. His cop friend that's outside the whole time. I like right? that yeah. guy. Original yeah. Val Johnson, I like that guy. He was a little token <laughs> cop. Yeah. A little tropey. A little bit. Heavy a little cop going for Twinkies. Going for Twinkies. You know what I mean? Yeah. Gets called in. Yeah. But you I know. dig it. Like yeah. it was just this like no, cop. Nobody, the nobody only one that would him. listen was the guy who's got like not that much power as a cop. He's like, yeah, sure. Yeah. I'll listen. I'll listen to you. I'll listen to you. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. What's his, going his, on in the building? captain was like, nah. Yeah. I don't believe you. I don't believe any of yeah. this. Okay. <laughs> he was a support system on the outside. Yeah. I thought he was good. That character was a little tropey, but, yeah. you know. But sometimes you need a little tropey, yeah. you know? Yeah, you need somebody. Like yeah. That. He was kind of the comic relief a little bit, a little yeah. bit. to a certain point of view. Um, and it was good. I liked I liked it. I liked him. Yeah, I did too. I mean, yeah. I, I like Reginald Val. And I liked when funny. they would talk to each other. So then they both could like, so Bruce Willis could like vent a little bit and go, Matt, <laughs> why don't they believe me? And then the cop just goes like, I don't know. They don't believe me either. <laughs> so the, 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 the point of it, like you have him there and is it useful? Is it not? Obviously useful in terms of the storytelling to him be able to get to the outside and talk to people on the outside. Mm -hmm. But also you're going through this whole situation movie with this guy and he's alone. Yeah. So it's kind of a good, bad thing, right? Like you could have done more with his being alone and being all by himself, no help, no nothing. How does he solve the situation? He's no contact. And you really get that kind of, like we were talking about with Moon Knight, right? You have that sense of the despair and shit he's yeah. going through. Like, but with this, he's despair. He's got all these, he's going through this crazy situation. These people are all trying to kill him. Yet he has a comedic relief on the outside he can talk to. Yeah. He's got a buddy he can talk to. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, that was good. You could have leaned either way. That, that part of it, though, was a little bit bro for me. Like, I, I was, because he was, he was, he was like, oh, you know, hey, man, you know, what's your life like as a cop? And my life is, they were kind of commiserating as, yeah. as gritty cops. And I, and, uh, and that for me, I was like, that's a little bit 1980s. I yeah. felt a little bit, <laughs> yeah. that to me was a little bit of a throwback. The writing could have been a little bit better there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, but it wasn't, well, I mean, it wasn't bad enough yeah. that it bothered me that much. No, but yeah, uh, yeah. No, so this, that's yeah. what I'm talking about right now. It's 2022. Go back and watch a movie from the late 80s. Does it still play? Does it still work? Does it hold up? Yeah. Yeah. I think it does. I think I this movie. Yeah, yeah, I personally, I'm like. I'm, movies, it still holds up. Yes. Yeah, like I, like I could nitpick it, you know, but the thing is it really just, I don't know, it just kind of fit with the tone, you know, because yeah. he's like, all right, like it's just another character. You yeah, know? and there are some, like you said, there are some parts that are very 80s in this. But, but it's I also the it 80s. It is. <laughs> no, but I'm like, it, it could still work you know, in the yeah. 80s. It yeah. still can work. I don't think there's so much of that in this movie that it couldn't play in 2022. Yeah. You might have to change a couple of yeah. little things. Most you know, of like this said, movie could happen aren't today. Germans, but you know what I mean? It's, yeah, I think, I think it mm -hmm. could. I think it still would work. I you think know, you right? got to keep it in 
in context of what kind of movie it was too, right? It was, it's an action movie. It's a, yeah. it's kind of a, you don't go to an action movie yeah. for like writing, although yeah. it's very much yeah. nice. Yeah. I yeah. love it's it. A, it's love good light, writing, a, but you don't really go to an action movie. Terrorists take over a building to yeah. not expect money from it. It's like going to like Godzilla versus King Kong. It, you, you think I'm going there for like the, the conversations that people have? No, I want to see like Kaiju fight Kaiju and the city get destroyed again. <laughs> yeah. That's why I'm going there. I'm not expecting shit. amazing writing. Yeah. If there is, is no. cool yeah. not so it's an cool. action movie how was the action <laughs> the action i thought was great i thought it was like like when the action was there it was like beat 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 it was like plenty of explosions plenty of explosions i gotta say there were thousands of rounds fired yeah very few people getting hit i know it's yes. almost like a stormtrooper parade it was unbelievable <laughs> a lot of stormtroopers yeah. here oh yeah the first 20 minutes your of, next job of, that was a bit annoying fire was a yeah. little bit like what yeah. nobody got hit by yeah. anything nothing yeah because when i watched nothing. it i didn't really notice but nowadays like i very much focus on like the action and stuff like yeah. that and like how good it is, because like now that I've seen a few, I know what good and like bad action scenes look like. Yeah. And like, yeah, if you have guns shooting everywhere, someone's got to get hit eventually. Yeah, and even with straight just, shots or yeah, yeah and it can't just be the one somewhere. person yeah. that gets hit is like way back with Hans Gruber when he shoots the guy. <laughs> it's like he's not moving, yes. you know. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. Yeah, it's, it, it'd be nice if like, and literally anybody got shot. Anybody yes. got hit. <laughs> yeah. Anybody. He he took. He must. They must have fired that, like five thousand rounds at him. Oh yeah. God! Yeah. Movie. Yeah. Without, He'd look like Swiss cheese by the end of this. We're gonna be gonna Swiss keep cheese. it real. Yeah. And his worst wound was was from the glass. Yep. On the ground. Yep. Yep. That's right. But there were good explosions, <laughs> right? They blew up the roof. They blew up like the fourth floor. Love it. Oh yeah, the whole fourth floor. I forgot about that. Yeah. What did you think about his fight with Carl, the blonde, the big, the big one? Uh, I, thought, I thought it was, I was, I was okay. It yeah. was all right. Yeah, although they had him hanging there, right at the end, he noosed him and then threw him yeah. against the wall, and then he, God forbid he got shot. He, yeah. he, he was hanging there for like <laughs> ten minutes. Yeah, yeah. Somehow he lives, and then it. somehow he kind of Spoiler. made it down eventually <laughs> out of nowhere, and yeah. then came so, outside. So yeah. I was like, that, I was like, that was kind of a. You could have done a. You should have had yeah. him like had had disappeared. Like maybe when he came, when yeah. he came through the next time, because like all those people were running out and they ran yes. by him right. hanging there. And yeah. if he's just gonna be furniture the whole time, no, exactly. You <laughs> he's like, oh no, the, he's just a wall decoration. Yeah, yeah. 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 Nobody, like nobody was like, what in God's name was that? Yeah. Oh my God, he's still alive. It's like, yeah. no, he's, of course he's still alive. He's he's belongs there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, he's I been hanging by his neck for ten minutes. Yeah, exactly. He'll be fine at this point. Or bringing him back into the movie as that sort of sudden. Oh my God, I'm here. I'm gonna take it. But having seen his dead hanging body right you know what i mean with lifeless yeah. not yeah. breathing not even twitching yeah i mean uh, he was so twitching have, and then stops twitching that means you're dead exactly so have the house really to, have the hostages dead. run through that room guess so and not see him hanging there and then yep. you could be like where's the body right all right he can he got down somehow maybe minutes maybe moments after bruce willis left yeah you could say that then you could right. be like all right he was hiding out it's <laughs> more no, he's just right? there. Yeah. He's just there Not for just 10 like minutes. He was hanging for 10 or 15 minutes and <laughs> no. then he made it out. No, no, <laughs> oh I my God. I could be way off base here and I know sometimes I am. Usually shut up. So you got the body. It's hanging, right? <laughs> you don't pump a couple of lead into it just in case. Like, yeah, I'm going to shoot it just in case. <laughs> I might, this no, guy's I a might, real fucker. Uh, no, 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 no. You know, I might stick you, around and watch there. to make sure. 
I might throw you a couple hang of in there and expect it all to go to plan. Exactly. Yeah. Expect that he's just going to die. I might yeah. throw a couple of rounds and I'm just, yeah. just for safety. See, if safe. they're knocked out on the ground Smiley and I assume face, they're pop, dead, pop, then I'd go pop, 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 you yes. know? But if he's hanging there and he's been hanging there for 10 minutes, I feel like I'd be well, I'd but feel immediately, safe. Immediately, you no, throw no, him down no. the thing, oh. he hits the wall, he's hanging, he's twitching, just pop him a couple of times. Yeah, I'd have been like, boom, boom. And that's the end of that problem. Exactly. That guy's not coming back at the end of this movie. You know what? I bet he'd come back anyway. Somehow he you just winged him. Pump him full of lead, he'd still live. Yeah. <laughs> he'd still no, come it's back. It's true. I know. I, I, and I get like that, and I get real you know, critis- critical of movies, unnecessarily slow, so I get that. I understand. But it's just like sometimes like, ah, probably would have pumped him full of a little bit of lead in there, just yeah. moved on. Yeah. But but then you don't have the rest of the movie. You don't have the big unveil where he breaks away and starts shooting. You know what I mean? And well, I mean, that was just Al, a, was two Al, minutes Al, at the Al very comes end. up to save yeah. the day and plugs him after the whole bit of Al never using his gun again. His redemption because, arc. Yeah, so it's his redemption, <laughs> and he saves them, and he can go back down the streets using his gun again. Yeah. Absolutely. Blowing yeah. people away. Actor, course, that actually, actually passed away in 95. He was only 45 years old. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah, another one of my... So I didn't officially kill him off. He was Reginald like, did? No. No, no, no. The, uh, no, Carl. Oh, 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 oh. You know, Reginald, yeah. Reginald's still around, still doing his thing. He's still around us. He's still doing, uh, he's still working on stuff. Um, Alexander yeah. Goldunov. <clears throat> he was actually, oh, good Lord. He was in <laughs> the Tune, Turner and Hooch. Who's that? Turner and Hooch. Yeah, the new Turner and Hooch series they did uh, in 2021, which got canceled unnecessarily. That was actually pretty good. I think he played a cop in that too. Because, I mean, like, you're looking at his list, you look at Reginald Val Johnson's list, like, what? Yep, cop, cop. Cop, you know what I mean? Like, okay, yeah. There's a lot of uh, there's, there's a, a lot, lot of, of cops in these in his in his little IMDb page. Fantastic. I mean, you get you get you get typecast. Yes, he yeah. totally did. He totally oh, yeah. did with that movie. So, yeah, I like. Okay, so now we got the FBI guys come in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're yeah. classic and they 80s FBI guys. Out of the, just in the books, right? Just in <laughs> the books. We were can't weird. believe him. I thought they were weird because they came in and start doing the hostage playbook. And then when they go in on the choppers, like all of a sudden they're like. They're ready to mow everything yippee down. Yippee-ki-yay cowboys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh. Like, so they went from like super straight lace to way off the books. And it yes. was weird. Yeah. Yes, I agree. I agree. And they get taken out. They get taken off by the explosion. Yeah. 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 I like that. Yeah. I like that. Then you just kind of watch them and you go like, Ooh, I guess what? I need some more FBI I guys, I guess. <laughs> yeah, they really... That's I still one that. of my favorite lines in any movie. Which ones? Oop, looks like we're going to need some FBI guys, I guess. <laughs> 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 They're down. That was good. But like uh, Robert Davi, who plays one of the FBI yes. guys, is a big, big tight cast and sort of official sort of officer FBI it feels like a lot of people guy. got typecast from this movie yeah <laughs> he plays yeah he yeah. plays that kind of, but he was also he in Goonies he was one of the Fratelli brothers oh, he's oh, the one who yeah. sings to, to Chunk that's right he's one he's who does with, with, uh, with uh, Pants with Joey Pants Joey Pants <laughs> Joey Pants yeah Joey Pants one of the, the Fratelli brothers yeah yeah uh. that's what, I, I think that's probably where I first saw him is in Goonies so absolutely it's yeah. a long one so, any parts of the movie you are not uh, super crazy about, other than uh... I don't know. I thought it was a yeah. fun movie. Yeah, well, there wasn't anything good popcorn movie. Yeah, yeah it was, exactly. Yeah, it's a good popcorn movie. Yeah. I thought it in was in a good fun. popcorn movie. You can't really like Give diminish it. You know, you had a good time watching it, and you're like, "This is cool. I like it." Yeah. The whole time you're watching it, you're like. Yeah. At the end, you're like, you pick a motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you just walk that's away like that. That's still a line like, that's oh, used yeah. today. 
You start yeah. to absorb the personality of the main character. You're like, yeah, I could so be Bruce Willis. Yeah. You definitely walk out of this type of movie with that attitude, right? Yeah. You get in your car, you drive a little different. Like, I totally caught myself doing that after the Batman. Like, I got out of Batman. I'm like, well, well I gotta, the, slow, the I gotta slow down here. Almost the Kubrick like stare. <laughs> Just watch that awesome Batman. Oh, I don't have an afterburner on my car. Oh, shit, you gotta get one of those installed. Uh, it's being installed. Where's the nearest thing to look like a ramp? Yeah. <laughs> I gotta jump over something. I'll just use something. that car. Before <laughs> I go, so yeah, it's definitely you get that sort of like you know the the muscles, yeah. the movie muscles, right? It's a yeah. beer goggle muscle. You get like the movie muscles. Yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm badass now. I love no, a movie where you walk away feeling like the main character. Like, yeah, like, I got movie muscles. <laughs> I take on the world. <laughs> and we have Al Long, of course, our Trojan. You know, yes, our typical yeah. Asian long haired. You know, uh, guy, yes. oh my god, from uh, Big Trouble Little China. Big Trouble. He's in this one. So Although he, I wouldn't say he played a trope in this one, but he, no, he didn't really. Yeah, he actually oh, yeah. had lines in this one. Yes. Oh my gosh, that Unusual. was that must have been new for him. I like the Italian guy Marco, who was like, "Ah, you should have shot me when you had the chance." Boom, boom, boom. Yep. He's like, "Thanks for the advice." Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah, Big Johnson and Little Johnson. That's right. That was the Robert Davi and Grandel Bush. They're, they're Little Johnson, big no relation. Yeah, no relation. <laughs> that was really good. <laughs> Wow, and Rick Dukeman, the city worker. Wow, it's some you know some old school casting in these these guys here. I mean, it was a big cast yeah. at the time. They weren't that big, but now they're all or a lot of them were, were yeah. well developed in their career. Yeah. Oh yeah, this opened up a lot of careers for a lot of people. I think yeah. so too. Yeah, Bonnie yeah. Bedelia. Was, how big was she at the time? Um, yeah, she I played don't... Holly Gennaro or yeah. McLean's. What else was she in? She's been in a like bunch of stuff too. Um, yeah. Kind of looking at her through. It her seems page. like she's been in a lot. I just don't know what those are. <laughs> yeah, I mean, nothing quite as big as this. Presumed Innocent. That was a big one. Yeah. Um, you know, a couple of episodes of Bonanza. In the water. What if? <laughs> oh, I've seen Bonanza. But she, but she goes back. Like she goes back to 1958. Was literally her first credited role. You know what I mean? So she's she's been around for a Aaron long Bush. time. She's in a lot of eighties and seventies movies. Yeah. Yeah. She's well accomplished. She's oh absolutely. Yeah. She's oh, got yeah. it. She's got it good. And she was in the first two she first wasn't two, in the I third think. one, right? She no. wasn't after two she wasn't in anymore, right? I think so. I don't That's think right. so. I know yeah. she wasn't in Die Hard with a Vengeance. But how many have they done now? Like what four, I think? Is it only four? I just I went through every four. single one of the movies she was in, and I recognized zero of them except for Die Hard. There so. you go. So I'm out of that talk. There you go. <laughs> I think it was Die Hard, Die Hard 2, Live Free or Die Hard, and then Die Hard with a Vengeance. Sorry, Die Hard with a Vengeance was before, and then Live Free or Die Hard was the last one. Yes. No, sorry, then there was a good day to Die Hard. <laughs> there were five. I love that they're creative with <laughs> the names is back except for Die Hard from 2020. <laughs> short. <laughs> Lily is short. Oh, Die no. Hard, the 1990s video game. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I mean, you know. Yeah. I've only ever then, seen the then first no, so here's, here's, weird. here's something weird. He's in a movie called A Day to Die. Not... Not so a day either. to no, die he's hard. He's playing police chief Alston, so it's not him. Ah, he's not playing his same. So, so it's not the same. It's not way tied to the Die Hard movie. It's just weird. That's like a day to die. You know what I mean? So it's very similar in the terms. You want of to talk time. about somebody who really, you know, pigeonholed his career as far as action? Yes. Mm. But I mean, I'm sure he made a buttload of money on it. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he was in. Um, yeah, he played in the Lego Movie too. He played himself. Uh, <laughs> he was also in the late at that last GI Joe horrible movie. G.I. Joe Retaliation. Did you see that? No. Uh, he played General Joe Colton. 
So he was the guy they named the the team after G.I. Joe. Oh, my God. Yes. That movie was a dumpster fire. <laughs> it was, oh, I mean, wow. That was one with The Rock. Yes. Right? Plays Roadblock oh and, and things like that. And they kill off most of the Joes. So it's literally like Duke, who then they kill off. And you got Snake Eyes and Lady J and like Roadblock. Uh. They're like the only ones left. Trying to now they have to defeat. There's, there's like four of them now trying to defeat Cobra. First, it was a team of people, and then they killed them all off at the beginning of the movie. Literally, the beginning of the movie. Good luck. And there's just oh, a couple wow. of them left infiltrating and killing off Cobra. That was just a piece of crap. I'm looking um, at it now, and I'm looking at the ratings, and I'm yeah, like, it's bad. Ooh, but, boy. you know, he was in The Expendables. Expendables. <laughs> he was in Expendables 2. Expendables was such a fun, like, we should do a rant on it. But we at will. the end of the day, it was just, it was terrible. But but it was, the, it was the movie we didn't know we wanted. Yes. Right? It was like all it, of them. All of them. <laughs> oh. They were so bad. Yeah. And yet, just for anybody, very cookie cutter, very nostalgic flex. for anybody yeah. sure. in, in that time frame sure. that grew up with these. Absolutely, because you're getting everybody right. I mean, you're getting mm. everybody in these movies between you know Stallone and Schwarzenegger and yeah. Van Damme and yeah. Jet Li and you know plus yeah. the newer oh, wow. guys. All of them. That sounds plus a really lot of the cast. newer guys with Stephen oh, yeah. and you know absolutely yeah. Randy Couture and all the different guys. That Which movie was this again? The Expendables, Expendables movie. Oh, yeah. There's what, like, three of them one, so far? Two, I think there's four. Is there four? You might be right. Because they did the cast. If you look at it, like when they do the poster, they have to keep panning back further and further. It keeps getting more cast. Like, they oh, keep, by the time like, you get to the fourth one, you can't even make anybody's faces. It's just silhouettes because we can't get close enough to see anybody. <laughs> there's so many fuckers in this movie. I, I feel crazy. like the title Expendables fits now. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Like, oh, There's a lot of people that might not make it out of this movie. Because we don't, oh, um, uh, Antonio Banderas was in it, what? Liam Liam Hemsworth. I mean, like it was just great. Dolph Lundgren's in it, been a bunch. Yeah. Chuck Norris was in the second one. Jesus. Terry Crews. I mean, the list is endless. Yeah, I mean, they just got the all cast. of them. Like, all, they're like, has anybody ever like, been? <laughs> you're gonna be. Who here is famous? Yeah. Yeah. Who here's been had at least five movies? Yeah, okay, all so right, you. Expendables was so four. Fun. Expendables so fun. four is in post production. It's not done yet. Megan Fox is in that. Yeah. What? Oh Dolph Lundgren. God. Andy Garcia. Yeah. yeah. And uh, 50 so Cent. Stallone's going to be in Guardian Cent? Galaxy 3. <laughs> yeah, Are you talking I mean, about the new a, one? Yeah, the Jesus. new one. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's crazy. Andy Garcia. They dug him out of mothballs. Um, yeah, no, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. I'm looking to Holy. see. Holy. This one seems a less, but maybe Antonio it's not Harris, Harris showing. I love that. Mel Gibson, 50 Wesley Cent's going to be in it. Eddie uh, Hall. Terry Crews. <laughs> Yes, you looking at the new one? Jesus. No, this is three. I'm looking okay, at. Yeah, I'm looking at four. Robin Davi was in that one. <clears throat> yep, the new one doesn't. It has Tony Jaa, Fifty Cents, you know, but it doesn't have a ton. Andy Garcia, but it seems like a lot of them are either they they haven't announced it yet or something like that. Maybe they're just a surprise that they're going to be in there because there's a lot less of them, right? You don't have. Oh, they, I mean, Kelsey yeah. Grammer was in one of them. Uh, it wasn't Harrison Ford. Was Harrison Ford in Harrison one of them? Ford was in the Harrison third one. Harrison Ford was in the third one. Like what? I'm telling you, they dug everybody out for the it's third like one. It's like you guys are just Chuck going Norris. on like top, top like yeah. fifty yeah, known name any actors, actors and actresses, and y'all are just listing it's it off. Essentially, Stallone just being like, let's put a fun movie together with everybody. Let's just get yeah. everybody. Let's just like, what do you guys think about we're being spend in as this much movie? On actors in this movie as any movie ever has. Like in the first couple Expendables, they must have gone through seven million rounds of, you know. Oh my god. Yeah. And, it, and I think they're like, let's see if we can get into the Guinness record of like staff, like cast cost. 
Yeah. Like, you know I mean? Let's see if we can spend as much money ever on a, on, on a cast. Good lord. Fun to watch. Yeah. Fun to watch. Oh, yeah. But I remember like Stallone had problems with Bruce Willis in it too because he, you know, they wanted Willis in it and he was in it, but like he wanted a ridiculous amount of money for like two days worth of work. Like he wasn't in it that much. He, they're like, he's just like, you didn't do anything, man. He's like, you're getting more than like, you want more than I'm getting paid, and this is my fucking movie, and like, I'm in the whole thing, and you're in for two days. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, you just Bruce, you just want Bruce Miller, Willis money. He's like, eh. so I know that's why I think that he wasn't in the next one. They were, you know, they killed him off, wrote him out. Yeah. So they wouldn't have to bring him into the next one. Yeah. Yeah, that was the whole mm. thing. Too bad. So he's greedy but lazy is what they called him. Wow. Like, greedy, yeah. <laughs> Wow. The whole thing online about yeah, it. Yeah, it's pretty insane. So anyway, there you have it. All right. Anything else you want to talk about with Die Hard? No. Quickly. Good well, let's touch on the second one, the third one, because beyond that, it kind of gets a little I have not seen shady. any of them. So. I mean, it jumps to shark and starting with number two, right? It's like. Does he, it, do you think? Is he really again stuck in another like massive. Well, yeah, yeah, I'm that's thinking the trope this is the, the kind of movie where I'm like, well, what? Would come for Die Hard too. That's so the reason why I haven't had any incentive to watch the Dulles International ones. Airport, uh, where he, Bonnie Bedelia is now coming in on a plane and he's meeting her at the airport to pick her up. They're kind of kind of get back together, mm-hmm. right? They're kind of patching it up after the first yeah. one. So she's coming in on a flight, and then the airport gets taken over by terrorists because there's a international like drug lord or something like like um uh, like a leader of a country who is now tapped into these mercenaries who are like marines or whatever right and they're now working for him to try to bring him but they're gonna like um break him out basically he's being transferred Got to it. come to the states to stand trial for his war crimes and of course they take over the airport so they can free him and of course bruce uh, Willis has to stop them he's gotta, he, stop he's gotta cut that and out he's gotta do it because <laughs> they've taken over the airport so much like from a remote location they've taken control of all the planes Ooh. So what they ended up doing was they changed the ground level as far as what the instruments can see. So the ground comes up faster than they think it will. So it ground, accelerates. They, oh. The instruments are reading it here, but the ground's really here. So when they're, they're descending, they're going to hit the ground harder than they should if they had another like 500 or 1,000, you know, whatever feet oh, wow. to slow it down. So they have to figure out how to you know get this to turn, you know, to stop it. So that's yeah. basically the movie on the, on the second one. Is it good? I enjoy it not as much as the first it's one. It's popcorn. But if you look oh, at the I'm, three, yeah. like I always look at it as the trilogy. I know there's more beyond that, but they get even Kevin Smith's in one of them, the one with the technology, it's all like this cyber terrorism stuff, which I was like, okay, now we've really jumped the shark on it because mm-hmm. it's not so much just an action blow them up now we're like dealing with computer shit which is way beyond yeah. his scope now you gotta have that Let's one guy going click, 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 yeah, click, 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 and then have like that's a little bit of like Kevin watching Smith him work basement. and then it goes i'm in yeah. <laughs> yeah. and then bruce goes goes well what's going on and he goes uh techno techno babble techno babble yes. and he goes in english yeah. you know it's, <laughs> it's one of those pretty much that his son is in he's gonna save his son is part of the problem whatever but the first three to me are the good germans come back on the third one yes which is that was one of my the favorite parts of, of it. The third one. So to me, the first one and the yeah. third ones are my favorite. First one's still right. my favorite. Third one is my second favorite with Jeremy Irons. Who I plays think Jeremy him. Irons is a good actor. Oh, I, I thought he's really good. In that. Yeah, I think he's yeah. a great actor. I think he's mm. really good in that movie. Yeah. And he plays, you know, he's, he stutters. He's got that trope. Of the, he's in there. He's trying to He's trying to basically steal the gold from uh, the 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 the. the the, the deposit, right? From the, the Nas- Federal Reserve. From the Federal Reserve. Yeah. But to do it, they're basically tricking everybody to think that there's a bomb in a school. 
Uh-huh. Right, so they <laughs> stole these chemicals. When the two chemicals mix, they become extremely volatile, and they can set off a bomb. So they pretend they put this massive, like all like thousand gallons of it, in a school somewhere. There's wow. like a thousand schools in the city of New York. So they have to like all the cops, everybody who could potentially is now scouring the city to try to find the bombs. Well, Oof. guess what's not around the Federal Reserve? Schools. There's no schools around there. So that they, they blow up the, the, uh, the subway system underneath the Federal Reserve, and it sets mm-hmm. off all the alarms and bullshit so they can get in without setting off alarms because they're already going off. And mm-hmm. they make all the cops leave the city, that part of the city, to go, and that's when the construction crew comes in to fix the problem underground, but it's really them breaking into the Federal Reserve. Oh. So it's the same thing. He's trying to steal money. He's trying to steal right. like money, gold and money. And you find out later on that it's actually Hans Gruber's brother. Oh. And, he's st- and that's why he involves McLean. He basically points, picks him out to be like a, uh, you know, he's got to go around the city, like almost like solving Batman-esque riddles to try to find out how to defuse the bomb, try to find out where the bomb is. Oh. But he's, fuck- he's just fucking with him the whole time. He has no other point to have him doing this just to fuck with him because he's the one who threw his brother off a, off the off the high rise. Yeah. yeah. And it involves Samuel L. Jackson. He's in the movie, so they have to work together. Oh. By accident, gets involved in it. Completely by accident. It's pretty cool. And hilarity ensues. And hilarity oh, ensues, oh, as it always good. does when you have Samuel L. Jackson running. He plays, his character's name is Zeus. Zeus. <laughs> Zeus. <laughs> he's like, hey, Zeus. He's, he, he thinks his name is Jesus. Oh. He's like, that's the guy I called you. He said, he, he said, hey, Zeus. My name is Zeus. <laughs> Like the mm. God of Olympus, I'll let a lightning ball up your ass. Yeah, it was really funny. So that's if you have a chance, you can kind of skip two. It doesn't really have anything. to do I'll with probably the rest watch of them. it anyway because you know continuity. Well, but. Definitely watch three. Def- I would definitely recommend three. That's still one yeah. of my favorites. So, all right, gang, there is Die Hard. What do we give Die Hard on our mic rating? Remember, it's the eighties. Let's talk about 80s scale. 80s scale. 80s scale. I'll give it a four out of five in the 80s. I'll give yeah, it three, for the 80s, three out of five was, for 2022. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say the same thing. I'm like a three, yeah. a three mics for like, <laughs> uh, if it ca- like just in general. It came out 2022, yeah. yeah. But thinking in the 80s, definitely like a four. So. Yeah, I would yeah. think so too. Cool. Yeah. Awesome. All good, right. Good movie to watch. Fantastic. Thank you, Mila. Thank you. And thank you, Bruno. Thank you. We are Entertainment Rants at EntertainmentRants.com. Engage with us online at EngageEntertainmentRants.com. Send us a note, a line. Let us know what you want us to rant about. As always, we will try to stay on topic, but probably won't. Um, and we thank you, everybody, for listening. Find us on our social media, Entertainment Rants. What are we going to do, everybody? Hashtag Let's Rant. Hashtag Let's Rant. Mila? Well, I suppose hashtag Let's Rant. Thank you. <laughs> oh, no.